At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with VEASAN's hockey betting analyst, Andy McNeil. Here is Danny Burke. It is time to start up another edition of VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. Danny Burke and Andy McNeil here with you on Tuesday, April 25th. What a hectic night on Monday night for another uh, another eventful, just eventful series all over the place in the NHL with the Devils overcoming the Rangers, tying the series up at two apiece. Toronto, the freaking Maple Leafs, Coming back down from four to one to win five to four in overtime to take a commanding three-one series lead. We will be discussing that plenty along with much more on this episode. Dom Luce Chisholm over at the Athletic. He's going to be joining us momentarily. He's got plenty of thoughts on his Maple Leafs and some of the action tonight. Uh, but yeah, Andy, uh, not gonna lie, feeling a lot better about the Maple Leafs to win the series from the bet I had beforehand. Uh, now that they have won two road games against Tampa Bay, different feeling for Toronto this postseason, huh? Yeah, I mean, it seemed like they were gonna write another uh, losing chapter in their book of playoff letdowns, and they they uh, you know didn't really have much jump in those those first two periods. Trail four one miraculous comeback uh just uh amazing right and and i mean priced as high as 25 to 1 uh, on the live line in that game uh a comeback a comeback like that is something only uh fans and betters could probably only you know really 
dream of these last mm-hmm. few years. Uh, but they were outplayed for the second game in a row. Uh, but they found a way to win, you know, so and that counts for something. I think that's kind of part of the process uh, for a team that, you know, is going to advance through the Stanley Cup playoffs. They have to find a way to to, to win games uh, because you're not going to you're not going to be the better team all the time. There's a lot of parity in this league. Uh, I think that gets glossed over sometimes that, you know, throughout the course of the series, um, you know, there are points when either team is is kind of carrying the play. Uh, and it's just, you know, whether the you know, whether the the team that does kind of sink a little bit can can get back up in those um, high leverage situations like the like a third period uh, situation in a playoff game. And Toronto has shown now back to back games that they're capable of doing something like that. Uh, which is, you know, not something that a lot of people had faith in them for heading into the series or into these playoffs in general. And yeah, the Devils, man, uh, really excited that they are able to get back in the series. Um, you, I think it's, you know, just kind of our uh, automatic feeling is to, you know, discount these rookie goaltenders. But Akira Smith has has been hot, and and now he's got the Devils playing with a ton of confidence. And if you're a Rangers fan, I mean, I said this last night on Twitter. I said, I can't imagine what Rangers fans are failing right now. And people were hitting me with the obvious, you know, fear, anxiety, sadness, you know, all those things. But I just mean, like, you look at that roster and and it's like all the moves they made. And, um, you know, I know sports betters a lot for the most part thought the Devils were a, a, you know, a, a decent test for this Rangers team, maybe even a better team than the Rangers like I thought they were. Um, but man two goals in two games at home at Madison Square Garden the most you know storied arena in in the world arguably uh and and they can't get uh more than more than two more than a goal in either game against this rookie goaltender but it's you know tough to see that continuing but hopefully the devils can feed off home ice this time around get a win go up 3-2 in the series and, and put themselves in a, a good position heading back to MSG because they've been, you know, one of the best road teams, arguably the best road team all season long. And, and they've proven that in the playoffs so far. So uh, really, really positive and, and uh, really optimistic heading into these uh, next two, maybe three games against the Rangers. Yeah, and right now, uh, a lot of books have it at a pick and price for the adjusted series prices, but Bet Rivers minus 107, the lowest number I've seen on the Rangers. Uh, the Devils over at Caesars minus 105. And I know we talked about Toronto and Tampa Bay. Toronto minus 1,200 is their shortest price at Bet MGM in, in uh, Illinois here. And then Tampa Bay 10 to 1. Uh, if you really are seeking some value and think they could come back, that number posted at Bet Rivers. So uh, we'll be talking about those series a little bit more. Uh, we'll also recap the Vegas Golden Knights getting the job done again against Winnipeg. Man, 3-1 series lead for the Knights. And the Kraken hold on an OT, win 3-2 to tie the series up 2-2 against the Colorado Avalanche. So we'll hit more of that. We'll touch on tonight games with Dom Luschizen, who's hopping on next after this quick break. It is Beeson's Hockey Betting Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All righty, it's time to welcome in our guest on this Tuesday edition of the Sensaki Betting Podcast. Over at The Athletic, it's Dom Luschizhen who's hopping on here. And uh, Dom, I'm uh, I'm sure you had a late night celebrating last evening after your Toronto Maple Leafs did the improbable coming back from 4-1. They come back into overtime, went at 5-4, and now take a commanding 3-1 series lead over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Man, what was running through your mind uh, throughout the entirety of that game? Obviously, game three, it was a great comeback. 4-1, you're probably thinking, no way. And and they tied up and they win it. So what was going through the head of Dom? I I had a feeling, but I didn't want to put it into the universe because I felt like as soon as it was out there, it wouldn't happen. But uh, after the second period was over, I needed to change the – the juju, I, I took the jersey off, took some shots of rally tequila, and uh, it just it felt it felt different in that third period. It felt like even though they looked terrible throughout the whole game, like this team, there's something about them that makes it feel like they've learned over the last six years, and it's not over yet. But that was uh, 
one of the best wins uh, of my lifetime for sure. Dom, um, you know, I think the biggest thing with this team and kind of what makes them feel like a a team of destiny as far as the first round goes, uh, as much as I kind of hate that term, but the the fact that things are going their way, right? I mean, they didn't play well in game three. They, they didn't play well in game four. Of course, you know, they deserve credit for pushing back and not quitting, but the fact that they are getting those bounces and things are going the, their way when they haven't in, in a lot of series in years past, right? Yeah, this is... This is new. Uh, the Leafs don't win these types of games. Uh, they they had that comeback win against Columbus in the bubble, uh, where they scored three goals in like under five minutes to come to erase a three goal deficit. But I they don't win game three in other series where they just get badly outplayed and still find a way. Uh, Against Montreal, they lost a couple of overtime games, and this series it's different. They've won a couple of overtime games, and it just feels like this team is learning how to win in real time, and they finally figured out that like extra intangible element that's been missing for the last six years, where they it seemed like they they knew exactly how to lose, and this year just feels different in that vein. So I just want to ask, um, did you have a bet on the Maple Leafs to win the series? And um, do you have any opinion from a betting perspective heading into game five in Toronto on Thursday? Yeah, I bet on the Leafs to win the series. Uh, it seems that is always the case where my <laughs> model is like, oh, there's an edge on the Leafs. And it is never paid off. And I'm hoping this time it's different. But I bet on the Leafs to win. I bet on the Leafs uh, series uh handicap so to win by two so those will be good don't ask me about any of my other series bets because those don't look so (laughs) great (laughs) oh man well dom i'm glad to hear that you are sweating out obviously your maple Leafs from the fan and betting perspective i rode with you on the series price for toronto and uh very elated based on the performance we saw on the road the past couple games obviously and hoping they can close things out back there in toronto against the tampa bay lightning um, Dom, looking into tonight's slate, I, I want to ask you here about the Islanders and Hurricanes, 7 p.m. Eastern time puck drop. Carolina is certainly looking dominating in their own sense, and now they get to go back home. Yes, they're still banged up. Yes, the Islanders' backs are against the wall, but uh, to me, I-, I find it very hard to envision the Islanders overcoming all of the deficits, the adversity themselves in winning in this spot. So personally, I went with the Hurricanes to get a little cheaper price to win in regulation at plus 105. Uh, Again, we're seeing like minus 150 or above on the Hurricanes. And if it does go to overtime, maybe I'll assess an in-game approach from that standpoint. But I like the Hurricanes with all the momentum they got. What say you for this spot tonight, my friend? Uh... I I bet on the Islanders before the series started. I thought they had some legitimate upset potential, and it sure looked like that after Game 3, after they demolished the Hurricanes. But Game 4 was probably their worst game of the series, and I feel like if they play like that again, it's definitely over. But the first three games were extremely close, and I I can only hope the Islanders can at least make it interesting with all the injuries that Carolina has. And... The fact they let their fans down in game four and maybe want to at least give them another chance in game six. But I I bet on the aisles, but I I personally hate the bet. 
Ironically, I think that game four was New York's best start of the series. I thought they mm-hmm. had a lot of jump to start the game. And then, like you said, it ended up being their worst overall performance of the series so far. They didn't really start well in games one through three uh, and, you know, f- found themselves uh, trailing a lot of the time. So um, I found it hard. I was I was kind of with you heading into the series closer to the Islanders than I was the Hurricanes. And I bet on the Islanders in game one. Um, kind of took an in-game approach after that. And uh, it's just really hard to justify betting on Carolina because of their lack of offense, the injuries. Um, and it's uh, kind of equally as hard to justify betting on New York pregame because they just seem to fall behind in these early deficits. And, you know, so if you really do like the Islanders, you can probably get a better price um, pregame. But, you know, looking ahead at... Um, the I know we're gonna we'd lo- probably like to go in chronological order here, but uh, I really want to talk about this Edmonton Oilers, L.A. Kings series because I think that you were a little bit higher on the Oilers, if I'm not mistaken. Where were you prior to the series? I was at 65 percent in favor of the Oilers. Were we around the same uh, spot, or, or were you a little bit higher than that? I was a bit higher. I was at 67, so just splitting hairs. Really, I didn't have a a bet on the series going into it. And I've just sort of enjoyed the games as they played out i i did bet on la in game four and as soon as they went up three nothing i'm like oh yeah they're losing this one for sure (laughs) (laughs) so that was that was a fun one um but i got it back the next day with the leafs so goes around comes around but uh yeah i don't have any bet uh on that game tonight i'm just gonna Hope that the Oilers win because I, I just like the team more and I like watching McDavid. I like watching Drysaddle. I feel like it would be nice if that team finally went all the way and went to the Stanley Cup final because I think that would do a lot to grow the game more than I think the Kings winning. But at the same time, the Kings are a very good team. I thought they got disrespected a bit in their in their line for game four, uh, game three, where... I think they were at like plus 160 at home. Um, or sorry, game four. They were plus 160 at home, which I thought was a bit absurd. Obviously, Oilers were trailing, but and they ended up winning anyway. But I thought that was an interesting price for sure. Yeah, and um, I just think that, you know, the tone of the series has changed with Fiala coming back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Kings really playing a, a, probably their best game of the series, the first game in which they probably controlled the the play overall um, in, in game number number four so i think that the tone has changed a bit i've got the oilers at 64 percent to win so danny and myself have been touting oilers western conference futures since february early march right and when we started this podcast and um i think we're both we're both obviously cheering for the oilers to to advance to round two but i I continue to kind of look at the kings from a series price perspective as the team with value uh, mm-hmm. If anything, so that's a, a little, you know, makes me feel a little uneasy about the, the Oilers chances here. But um, hopefully Edmonton can get it done tonight. And uh, yeah, Danny, you got the next one, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So I was just going to like sticking on this game, guys. And by the way, you know, the, the price we're seeing on V's and odds page here, uh, mine is 220 consensus for the Oilers plus 190 for the Kings. Again, the Los Angeles just you know, kind of getting disrespected in every game because you haven't gotten a vintage Edmonton dominating performance despite the comebacks. Uh, Six and a half the total, by the way, minus 105 to the under. 
So, Dom, let me ask you this then with the Oilers. Obviously, they got a resurgence once they took out Skinner and then brought in Jack Campbell. And then the whole narrative changes. Oh, who do you start? Who do you start? Well, it looks like, again, they're going to go back to the well with Stuart Skinner. What have you made of Skinner thus far? And what's kind of his leash, do you think, in this spot if if uh, an early goal or two get behind him? I, I think it's going to be a very, very short leash. I think it'll depend on the actual nature of the goal. I think if the first goal is awful, they might pull him like that. But I think if it's like three goals that it's on the defense, I think you you keep him in, sort of that type of deal. But I think he will be on a tight leash considering how well Campbell surprisingly played in game four. And I don't know, I, I've liked Skinner all year. I think he's been one of the big reasons the Oilers have turned into a contender, but at the same time, he's still he's still a rookie, and this is a, a very tough spot for for him to be in. I wonder how he responds after being pulled in Game Four and seeing Campbell be the guy to eke out the victory. Yeah, I said in a kind of tongue in cheek way in the group chat the other night uh, with a couple of buddies. Oh yeah, here comes Jack Campbell to save the day, but uh, you know he did so. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, anything to get a new sense of life. That's what Edmonton needed. We'll see what happens between the pipes tonight with the Oilers and the Kings. 9.30 p.m. Eastern time puck drop with Edmonton is over a $2 favorite against the Kings. So, guys, let's get into uh, this game in between uh, Minnesota and Dallas. Andy, I know you got a spot here uh, that you bet yesterday. So uh, I'm curious to hear Dom's thoughts to see if you guys are aligned. But uh, Dallas a favorite in this game, back at home, getting a huge win on the road in the last spot. They're about minus 135 consensus, plus 115 on the buyback for the Wild. Total five and a half with some juice to the under, minus 125. So, uh, Dom, I want to hear your thoughts first, and then, Andy, I, I know what you got, but then we'll let you uh, respond post-Dom. Uh, yeah, I don't have a bet in this one. I bet on the Stars before the series started. I thought, I think they Traitor. were I, I, you're a trader. <laughs> I uh I like the price. I think I got like minus 134 and I had them closer to minus 150, minus 155. And then game one happened and they lost Pavelski, and I think everything changed for me in that vein where I started having a bit more value on Minnesota. I think Pavelski is a massively important player for the stars, and I I think it's a lot closer now because of that. Obviously, Joel Eriksson-Eck not being in for the Wild sort of balances scales, but I, I don't have a, a bet on this game. I am close to the market, but if it goes a little farther in Dallas' direction, then I might have a play on the Wild. I'm closer to being in their territory than the Stars' territory. All right, yeah, Andy, let's so- hear it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm on the Wild at plus 125. Talked about that on Monday's episode of the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast and uh, wrote about it on VEASAN.com. Obviously, that's moved in my direction, so good sign there. But uh, not really anything to talk about as far as a pick because um, I wouldn't bet the Wild at plus 115. I don't don't like them at that number. I like them at plus 125. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully it doesn't come back because that would mean that there's – you know, uh, equal confidence on the stars, I guess uh, I would say. So um, go wild. Hopefully, hopefully we, we get a big game from one of, if not both, Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Boldy because they, they haven't really gone off yet in this series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think we'll I think we will see that. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm sweating out that series bet still. So unfortunately, Andy, you know I got to be looking the other way. I'm not betting them this game. Don't worry, but uh, the rooting interests may not align with the Minnesota Wild here this evening. But hey, it looks like the market's going in your favor, as you said. It's uh, come down to about the plus one fifteen consensus price. So Minnesota getting a little bit of love with the assumption Gustafson is going to be starting in the net as opposed to Mark Andre Fleury. And uh, we'll see what Ottinger can do. He produced last game, coming back home. We'll see if he could have another stellar performance. Um, gentlemen, I just got a prop bet in this game. Uh, I did Tyler Sagan here over two and a half shots on goal, minus a buck 34. I thought it was relatively a cheaper price for him. Uh, he's first in shots on goal per 60 minutes on his team right now, taking 26 shot attempts this series. He's gone over this mark in each game and not necessarily just based on that going, oh, he's got to go over it the next game, but the fact of what kind of statement, what kind of performance he had on the road in such a huge game at Minnesota, getting two goals, uh, six shots on goals himself, I think he can really translate that over to going back home, knowing how much of a crucial game even more so this one is, being the top dog offensively for his unit right now. And and I think he continues to get a lot of good uh, looks on the net. So that's the one other speaking, bet and prop I got tonight. Speaking of prop bets, got to talk about William Nylander last oh, night while man. we got Tom on the show. Yes, ben. I, had, I had Nylander to go over three and a half shots. Of course, he has this brutal first period, uh, takes a, a garbage penalty, you know, just a totally unnecessary penalty, uh, doesn't get any shots. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't get any shots in the second period. Uh, gets three shots in the third and then in overtime the play that is that eventually leads to the Toronto power play goal he's going for his fourth shot on goal gets hauled down by Mikhail Sergachev and the Leafs score on the power play so I don't get another chance uh, that was uh, a really frustrating one especially considering I, I, I felt felt pretty out of it after 40 minutes like the Maple Leafs uh, were uh, at the time uh, and speaking of after 40 minutes, Don, did you see Brandon Hagel's interview after 40 minutes? Sure oh, my God. He has to feel bad about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not over till it's over, baby. He was just grinning from ear to ear saying, I, I don't know exactly. I forget what exactly he said, but he did say something along the lines of, yeah, it's not surprising that we're up 4-1 <laughs> after 40 minutes. Like it was, you could tell that he's one of the few guys on that team that doesn't have Stanley Cup ring, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, it doesn't have the, the championship experience with that quote. That's for sure. Oh, man. All right, Dom. Well, hey, uh, let me ask you about tomorrow then, of course, a couple games, Seattle, Colorado, Florida, and Andy's Bruins. Anything Woo! standing out early between the two that you might like or dabble with betting-wise? I am on market for Colorado, Seattle at the moment, but if Makar is suspended, which it sure seems like he will be, uh, it feels like it'll be a bet on the Kraken, which is not something I want to do, just like my Islanders bet tonight. And that's mostly because I invested a lot in Colorado before the series started, and they have been uh, a bit disappointing to be tied 2-2 here. It's uh, it's tough because I have a lot of Colorado win and Colorado to win the series by two. So maybe it's a, an opportunity to hedge in game five. But I, I don't know. I would just rather Colorado take care of business and 
pretend I don't see that edge. This is a really interesting one for me because obviously we had Gabriel Landeskog announced out for the playoffs before this one got started. Now Nachushkin um, out due to personal reasons. Not sure what his status is, but uh, that's two of their three top goal scorers. And now, like you said, Makar possibly facing a suspension. Uh, I was, I mean, I, I'm just curious what what makes you think that uh, besides the fact that he's going to, you know, have a hearing. Uh, on Tuesday, what makes you think um, he will be suspended? I, I, I just you know have a hard time believing the the NHL Department of Player Safety is really going to levy down a, a suspension on this guy, uh, you know, under the, the circumstances. But I, I just think if he wasn't going to get suspended, he wouldn't have the hearing. I think that gotcha. usually is a is a sign that things are not going to go well, and maybe he has this very, very successful argument. I think he has never had a previous offense with the Department of Player that's, Safety. That's it for me. Yeah, so that could be what saves him in the abs, but I don't know, it was a, a pretty ugly, reckless, and just stupid hit that he made. Yeah, I do I do think, I agree, and I mean, I'm not going to defend Makara. I think he's totally in the wrong here, and, and there's no excuse for it. But I, I, I do wonder, you know, if they'll take into account the fact that um, you know, how much of the, how much of that, uh, McCann's injury is due to the fact that he hit the ice pretty hard. Did McCarr intend to, you know, yeah. um, make, you know, make, make the, make, like make contact and that was it. Or did he, did he go in there with the intention of taking his legs out and, you know, mm-hmm. having him, having him go to the ice parallel. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm still on the fence about this one. I guess I was leaning towards no, likely a big fine or, or something, right? Or not a big fine, you know what I mean? But a, max, a, max <laughs> a maximum fine, fine of five thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that'll be really interesting to follow here. I thought, you know, just such a tough break for for Seattle. Uh, of course, winning that game, but. Um, you know, losing McCann, their top yeah. goal scorer, when they, you know, really seem to be getting their footing in this series. Of course, Colorado dealing with injuries, but, you know, they come away from that series with, uh, you know, tied 2-2, but now without their their top goal scorer heading into this game in the in the the Avalanches building, uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty tough. And, and I, I, I have to think Colorado still has the edge in this one. I've got them winning 67 percent of the time. And uh, I. Uh, you know, I was happy last night. I didn't take the Avalanche to win the game, but I did take them around plus one ten on the puck line. So, uh, nice. you know, shortly, I, I think I was early in, the, yeah, early in the second period. So, mm-hmm. um, so I was happy about that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm I, I'm kind of on the fence uh, in this one from a betting perspective. And you know, with Colorado going, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Uh, you know, falling behind early in these games, every game so far, they've come back in two of them. They've you know, pulled within one goal in one of them. So um, there's definitely better opportunities, it seems, to to get on the avalanche in-game if that's where you're leaning. Yeah, it, it feels like the fact that they have allowed the first goal in all four games is not something I would guess to continue. And I that's where I'd be worried about hoping for an in-game bet. I think Colorado will probably start stronger than they have. You you never really know for sure, but sure. I mean, I I would expect a, a bigger a better start from them because that's been the one of the big issues in this series for them. Totally, yeah, but like you said, there's still the uh chance that we don't have Mac- that they don't have McCarr mm-hmm. in the lineup and that could really impact things. So, um I guess I guess we'll see, but uh and Danny, anything else, buddy? 
Yeah, I guess the last question I had, Dom, for you, just based on the fact that uh, what we saw last night, I know we have a couple days to wait for it, but what the heck do you make of this series with the Devils and the Rangers now? I know Andy's feeling a lot better, and I'm happy that he uh, <laughs> that he's getting some life with that series bet, baby. I mean, the Rangers looked so lethargic last night and just like uninspired, and uh, the Devils for sure deserve to win that in my mind based on just watching it. Uh, how do you look to handicap that series going forward? I, I figured that was a 50-50 series from the jump, and it's nice that it's been actually made into a series now because the 2 nothing start for the Rangers on the road was a bit deflating. I I think I had a small edge on the Devils to start. Uh, I think then I looked at home ice and that edge evaporated, but I do have a bet on the Devils, so it was nice to see that comeback. And I think they have gradually adapted to the the playoff atmosphere and gotten better as each game has got maybe not game two that was a disaster but game three and game four they've definitely picked things up and looked better and i i'm excited to see what the rangers do to i guess counter that in game five because they have looked like duds in the last two games yeah best game of the playoffs so far for the devils easily uh 60 percent of shot attempts whopping uh 72 percent expected goals uh smith clearly the best option right now I mean, he had a good regular season, albeit in a small sample of games. But uh, he's he's come in and he's he's hot, and the Devils are now playing with a bunch of confidence. And I mean, that's that's bad news from the Rangers. It's just you know, I mean, intuitively, I just it's so hard to see this Rangers team, um, you know, continue to struggle to score. I know they're not the greatest offensive team, but they just have so many weapons. It's incredible that they're they're struggling as much as they are right now. Uh, and you know, New Jersey. I mean, they haven't been getting uh, a ton of scoring either obviously against Igor Shesterkin so it's going to be interesting to see see where this one goes hopefully the Devils can feed off home ice uh, a little bit more in these these next uh, or at least this next one game that's all they're guaranteed but um, I've got the Devils winning 51% of the time right now so obviously less than uh less than before but um yeah i mean i i kind of throw my hands up in the air with this one it's gonna be uh it's it's gonna be a tough one to predict who knows yeah um andy you have a bet on the jets in the series oh my yeah it sucks i i really feel like i wrote today i'm like this probably sounds like a guy that's whining about his <laughs> bet on the jets and that he's gonna lose more money than he already has on the Winnipeg Jets this season. But, like, I just don't think we're getting the series that we should have gotten here. I mean, Nikolai Ehlers, Cole Perfetti, they haven't played a game. Uh, Morrissey injured early in Game 3. Now Shifley injured early in Game 4. Don't know what his status is, getting evaluated on Tuesday. It's just they're a shell of the team that I, I handicapped to play in this series, so I'm pretty uh, pretty ticked off about that. Yourself? Yeah, I, I wish I knew before I bet on the Jets that everyone on the Jets would die. Um, <laughs> like specifically, and I like I think when I bet on the Jets, I also didn't know that Mark Stone would just come back from the dead as well. So it's just like exactly. a, a double whammy in all facets. Uh, I don't think my bet would have been as big if I knew Stone was for sure back and Ehlers would not play a single game. Uh, the other stuff. I yeah, mean, am, I, am I wrong for thinking that Ehlers was like, and you know, the Jets were anticipating having him back in game two or three, and then now it just seems he like he's good for game one. Yeah, he was looking good. He was practicing, but it was still kind of iffy. But that was like, okay, he's 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 reportedly close to playing in game one. So like, let's let's call him good for game two. Still haven't seen him in the series. Yeah, uh, I can't imagine he doesn't play 
game five, but then again, I couldn't imagine he wouldn't play game one. So it's just, I don't know, it's a nightmare. I, ugh. like, at this point, I'm just hoping they push it to seven somehow, some way, because I bet plus one and a half as well. And oh, okay. that is not looking good either since they're down <laughs> 3-1, but I can I can hope and dream. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, they started so well, and even after the game two loss, I I thought you know they they still played a really 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 strong game in Vegas. They 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 pushed back so hard in game uh, in game three after just an awful start where it really really kind of like sucked any confidence I had in them right mm-hmm. out of me after that that you know first forty minutes of game three. But they roared back that huge third period, um, really dominated the Golden Knights and and like they did a lot in the first two games and. You know, now it just seems so so much more unlikely that they're going to be able to do that in in any future games in this series, unless unless Shifley is not uh, is not banged up as bad as it looked like he he was. Um, but that that also seems kind of unlikely because he did did not return, and you know he left so early in the game that you thought, okay, maybe he will return, but uh, that wasn't the case. And yeah, confidence is pretty much shattered in this team right now. Yeah, it's that's a it's a tough loss for sure. Yeah, we see Winnipeg 11 to 1 is their highest number at Bet Rivers, at least by me in Illinois. And the cheapest price for VGK minus 1200 at Bet MGM. But yeah, tough series for Winnipeg. Hopefully they can get a miraculous comeback here for you boys and get some of those series bets to cash. Uh, Dom, <laughs> hey, we appreciate you making some time, my man. Really, really awesome insight. Thank you for the bets and uh, tips that you're looking forward to for the rest of the games. Uh, for anybody out there curious, Dom, why don't you let them know where they can catch more of your content throughout the Stanley Cup postseason and beyond? Yeah, you can find everything I write over at theathletic.com. You can just search Dom the Athletic, and then that'll, that'll be me. I'm pretty sure I'm the only Dom at the Athletic. Um, <laughs> Dom Luschishan, Dom, appreciate it. And folks, again, make sure you follow him on Twitter at Dom Luschishan, and you can catch all this content over at The Athletic NHL. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, big shout out to Dom Luce Chisholm over at The Athletic. Remember, you can follow him on Twitter at Dom Luce Chisholm. And uh, not going to spell that out because it's uh, damn near impossible, Andy, but I'm sure you'll be able to find him on Twitter and all of his content over at The Athletic. So uh, big props to Dom. And uh, again, Andy, man, uh, those Maple Leafs coming back from 4-1 to to win 5-4 to in OT, taking a commanding 3-1 series lead. Uh, not too shabby and uh, always good to get a positive guest uh, just like Dom, who was ecstatic that his Maple Leafs were able to come back and get that dub. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's funny for a guy like myself that that uh, doesn't often get um, a pat on the back for pronouncing things correctly. Let's just say uh, I, I, I got a pat on the back from Dom the first time I ever had him on a, on a, on a oh. podcast or anything for pronouncing his name correctly, because I, I don't think there's the, I think it's Lushizen. I don't think there's any H in it at all, even though it, it seems like there should be like an H sound, like, like Chizen, Luchizen. I don't think the mm-hmm. Chizen is there. <laughs> I think it's just Lushizen. So yeah, you got like uh, a couple Z's. Yeah, it's, See, it's a couple of us. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I have him in my phone as Dom Alphabet. Uh, <laughs> even though there, there aren't that many different letters from the alphabet, it does seem like there are. He probably it, There's probably only f- like six different letters in there, but he uses so many of them over again that it's just... Uh, it's it's confusing. That's <laughs> oh, it's Tom Alphabet. I like it. That's the way to put it in there. Oh man! All right, Andy. Hey, before we close out, uh, just to recap, what is your approach to tonight's games? Uh, we know you like the Wild. Uh, anything else that you're pondering for this evening? Well, after last night, try not to cry too much. That would be a start. You know, try not <laughs> to try to have a more uh, positive experience. Maybe you know, deal with my emotions a little bit better. Watching the Jets. Uh, you know, totally fall apart with injuries, losses. Um, watching Willie Nylander come so close to getting that fourth shot on goal and and falling short. Um, just uh, just hoping that the Wild can get it done. But uh, 
but yeah, I'll be I'll be interested in some in-game opportunities. Um, you know, as much as I don't want the the Oilers to lose game number five, uh, I, I wouldn't hesitate to, to back them if they do fall uh, into an early deficit like they did in game number four when they they came back to win. Uh, so you know, there there's going to be opportunities hopefully to, to get involved in game, whether that's on the money line or the total. Uh, but yeah, a little bit more of a, a quiet night, which is three games in the NHL and, and just two uh, on Wednesday. All right. Good deal. Yeah, I am going to be playing Tyler Sagan over two and a half shots on goal minus 134. He's gone over it in every game this uh, postseason and uh, last game. Just absolutely tremendous. Uh, two goals, six shots on goal, thinking he has another big night in what I consider. I mean, for both teams, it's obviously a must win, but the pressure even more so, I would say, on Dallas, considering that uh, they were barely able to squeak by in the last road game against Minnesota. So a uh, huge game here for the Stars, huge game here for Sagan. So I'm banking on him over two and a half shots on goal. Again, minus 134 was at Bed Rivers. There's a couple minus 135s out there as well. And then I'm rocking with the Hurricanes to win in regulation plus 105. So I avoid laying the chalk a minus a buck 50. I just think the way that this series has gone now, uh, Carolina's got all the momentum in their favor. And uh, Ranta's been a really great goalie this series, too. Carolina, 9 and 1 in their last 10 home playoff games. Great home ice advantage. New York has played really well. I mean, those first two games, and obviously then game three in the third period, they've come alive. But uh, just kind of the nature of how a lot of these postseason series goes. It just seems like all the momentum now has swung toward Carolina. So uh, I will be going with the win in regulation. If it goes to overtime, perhaps maybe looking for an in-game angle to make a little bit of coin back. But we'll see. That's what I'm rocking with tonight. So, uh, yeah, like you said, only three games this evening, two tomorrow. Uh, we'll still have it covered here on VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast. And Andy will have more coverage over at VEASAN.com. If you go under the NHL tab, then go to McNeil's columns. He's got plenty of articles written for you on a day-to-day basis, all his models, projections, and more covering the Stanley Cup postseason. So again, a big shout out to Dom Luce Chisholm for hopping on. Big shout out to Andy McNeil, who you can follow on Twitter at Digital Gambler, myself at Danny Burke 5. Thank you for tuning in to another edition. Best of luck with all your bets, folks, and take care. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.